I think the first Peter passage is the one that stood out to me um, because when I was diagnosed with cancer, that was one of the passages that I read. And I was so like, what do you mean after a little while? I don't want to hear after a little while. I want it now, you know? And so even last night, as I was kind of reflecting on today and that word, this image of like the Lord fastening my feet to the firm foundation when I'm not able to stand you know, came to mind and just thinking like, I want to be steadfast, but there are times that I can't do that in my own strength. Like, is that even possible to be steadfast in your own strength? No, I need the Lord to actually fasten my feet to the foundation to keep me to stand firm. And so, um, you know, reflecting back on that passage, reflecting back on my life. And I mean, we could, we could all probably share times where it's just like, I can't stand, I can barely stand up, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Man, just this this image of the Lord like buckling my feet to who He is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I feel excited about that. I've never really talked about steadfastness. You know, yeah. I don't know even if that's a word. I just made that up. You can edit that out <laughs> if that's not officially something. But it can be a keisha. <laughs> steadfastness. I I didn't know. I, I've never really talked about that. But the image of standing. You mm-hmm. know, in, in the midst of things, standing. Um, for when things are, you know, standing for justice, standing for righteousness, you know, stand up to me. But man, I literally, I'm praying last night and I just see the Lord like buckling my feet. Like, you think you can do this? You want to go and talk about this tomorrow? Okay. I just want you to know, I want you to know it is I that fasten you to this foundation. Mm-hmm. I, I feel and know that I should trust God, but I look at all these other things around me and I have feelings about those things too. And so how do I reconcile both of those feelings that happen at the same time? Like this second time when when I got this tattoo, um, and I've always wanted a tattoo, but I always thought, I'm not going to tattoo a butterfly. No shade against the butterfly people and the flower people. I just thought it has to be meaningful. If it's going to be like forever, I wanted to to have some kind of like grit and and meaning. So if someone asked, I I had a story. And so they thought I had breast cancer. And when they thought I had breast cancer, I remember telling my my husband that morning was like, we should get a tattoo. And he was like down for the cause, of course, because he's my ride or die. And so we went and I'm sitting in this chair and I'm I'm having this dialogue with God because I'm just like, this means everything is going to change again. This is two years after they took my kidney out. And I just thought, this is going to change everything again. I'm going to have to do, it's going to be a lot different. I'm going to have to do chemo and maybe they're going to have to do a mastectomy. And and I'm I'm reading. I start, you know, MD, WebMD, Googling all the things about breast cancer, which you should not do. I know, but I have a feeling. And so I go and try to quench that feeling somewhere else instead of Jesus. And I'll be honest. That pull to quench my thirst for knowledge and my thirst for peace and my thirst for joy and my thirst for happiness is ever present for me to to, to quench that in somewhere else. And maybe you feel that tension, too, where you can quench that, which is having a, a side conversation with your girlfriend or or just, you know, indulging one more time in that drink that is going to take you over the edge. Or maybe it is going to watch something on on, on uh, TV that, you know, you should not be watching or or looking at that picture that, you know, you shouldn't to quench whatever that feeling that thing is in you. And I'll be honest, I hear the Lord saying all the time. Come back. Be still. If you slow your still, if you slow yourself long enough, you'll hear him. And I think that's the thing. When I'm when when I have all these feelings and want to quench those things in other places, 
I, I'm, I can't hear anything. I can't hear anyone. I can barely hear myself. I can hear the enemy, and that's the thing that's like fueling me. But when I am slow, when I come to a halt, when I stop, it's quiet. And I hear him telling me which path to take. And so, I mean, I, I shared this earlier about be still and know that I am God in, in Psalms uh, 46, I think. And I just think I forget. I forget. I forget. I forget that he is God because I want to be God. I forget that he is God because I look at all these things and all these people that have all these degrees and have written all these books and I have all these letters behind their names and I want to trust them more than I trust God when things don't seem to be coming the way I want them to come. And so that's a tension that I live with every day, every day, no matter how many stages I'm on, no matter how many people I lead, no matter how many people I'm coaching, that reality for me, that struggle to like receive from Jesus or receive from the world is ever present. And, and I feel like the more I cling to Jesus, the more I'm still enough, I, it makes me clinging to Jesus easier. So... Let's be still and know that he is God and cling to where he is calling us. Cling to him in the middle of all of that. He is present. He is good. He is faithful.